Hello and welcome to The Joe Mobley Show. I'm your host, Joe Mobley, and you're listening to the only place in cyberspace where we talk about being conservative. We hit on current events, the politically correct cancel culture, and problems with civil discourse. But most importantly, we discuss what you can do to come out of the conservative closet. The Joe Mobley Show is a new and exciting podcast that airs weekly on Monday mornings. We have a range of controversial topics on deck. Even so, it's important that we hear from you what matters most. Be sure to send questions, comments, and things you'd like to hear discussed to ask at thejoemobleyshow.com. That's ask at thejoemobleyshow.com. To make sure you stay informed on the latest content, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to great podcasts. This is The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. The show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Listen, if you aren't nervous about the value of the money in your bank account continuing to decrease, then my friend, you are asleep at the wheel. And I got to tell you, the car is headed straight off a cliff. It's okay if you don't know much about investing in gold and silver or what a precious metals IRA is all about. You can get the knowledge you need for free. Text MOBLY to 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. That's MOBLY to 989898. MOBLY is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Text MOBLY to 989898 today. Well, I am not sure what is going on with the sound. Hopefully, you can hear me now. That is, of course, my my MacBook, uh, my MacBook microphone. So let's just sweep that out of the way. All right. Well, that's a huge pain in the butt. Hmm. Not sure if it's worth it to keep uh, to keep futzing around. Futzing around is a technical term, by the way. Not sure if it's worth it to keep messing around with that um, or not. But it looks like you can hear me. <clears throat> so that's good. It's just uh, my laptop uh, microphone. And that's what we're going to roll with. Let's just make sure that there's sound on this. Yep, there is. All right. Well, the only thing that you missed, uh, I don't even know if you could hear the countdown. I think that you can. The sound should have been going through for that. Uh, But the only thing that you missed is that the show is brought to you uh, by Birch Gold Group. So thank you, Birch Gold, for presenting. Uh, this episode of the Joe Mobley Show. Uh, obviously, guys, today is Memorial Day, um, so we we can't be thankful, uh, or we can't thank those enough who uh, made the ultimate sacrifice for us. Uh, so, if you are a Gold Star uh, family, a Gold Star. Uh, meaning that you've uh, that one of your relatives uh, uh, died in battle in service to the United States, then thank you for that loved one. Uh, I saw this on Instagram, and uh, if you guys don't follow Warrior Poet Society, you really need to. John Lovell over there, he's got like a, a lot of cool uh, stuff. And actually, I'm going to take these off because I can't 
hear my microphone in my ears because my microphone's unplugged. Uh, but really, this is just a really, I don't even think cool really does it justice. Um, but everything that we're enjoying, everything that we're experiencing, um, days at the park, uh, beaches, trips, you know, there's a kid there playing with their dog. Um, all of that stuff is brought to us by vets. Vets that pay the ultimate price. All of the stuff that we enjoy is brought to us by the sacrifice of others. And I just thought that this image just kind of did uh, a really good job, you know, painting that picture. So, you know what? I don't even know. <clears throat> now that the microphone is unplugged, I'm just going to do some testing with you guys uh, because I'm wondering if the sound interface, if if the microphone is a part of that or if the other sounds will continue on without it. So uh, can you hear this? Let's see, hopefully this isn't like super loud, but like, can you hear that elevator music? Or this DJ? <laughs> awesome. Well, looks like you can hear it. So it looks like that is absent of the microphone, which is great. Um, so not to clickbait uh, everyone, I named this episode "Conservatives Are the Problem," uh, and it's not it's it's not a, a clickbait type thing. Do I believe, insofar as political ideologies go? Uh, that the principles of conservatism are what is right, what is good, what causes the least amount of harm, uh, what what allows for the greatest amount of flourishing. Yes, yes, I do believe that. There isn't anything wrong with, or there aren't any problems with the conservative political ideology. When I say conservatives, we are the problem. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast off blame here and say probably you are the problem, you know, watcher, listener, whoever you are, wherever you are. Reason being is we are and have been for the longest time in the conservative closet. If you're listening to this, you know I talk about this all the time in the conservative closet. All I mean is you are not willing to share your thoughts, your opinions, or your beliefs. It's all hushed tones, it's whispers, it's a wink and a nod. It's all the stuff that we make fun of liberals about, but we do it all the time. And guys, you know what I'm talking about. If you are a more outspoken person, then you're on the receiving end of this. I'm always receiving these, but you know what I'm talking about where you're seeing these little symbols at work. You're seeing these little things out in your friend groups, and you're like, this person might be a Republican. They might be conservative. They might be a Trump supporter. So you start on this campaign where you're like, you're like, hey, man, I like your hat. You know, if it's a MAGA hat, 
Uh, but it's always a whisper. It's always, you know, you got to check both ways and come in. Um, hey, man, I voted for Trump. You people are the problem. 100%. How do we expect, you know, and I, I think about, I think about trying to become Christian before the Bible as we know it, before we had one of these to read and, and to learn and to study. I just think about how difficult it was. You know, creation is a testament of God's glory and power. So it, it must have been harder. I do think it was more difficult and is more difficult for an unreached person out in the forest somewhere in a place that no one's ever traversed except for this little group of indigenous peoples. I think it's very difficult for them to learn the good news of the gospel. I think it's difficult for them and harder, harder than I've had it for them to realize by creation, there's a creator and that creator is good and worthy to be praised and worshiped. Like that's so hard. No one is bringing the gospel to them. Guys here in the States, we've got, psychos running our country. We have literal lunatics and, and crazy people that don't understand the first thing about kingdoms of man, about human psychology, about self-interested will, about people doing things in the interest of themselves to the detriment of others, up into it, including murder and violent crime. We have people running our country that have no clue about that, and they are leftist ideologues. How are they supposed to figure things out if all of us are whispering to each other that we might have voted for Donald Trump, that we might be members of the same club? Like how, how, how are the leftists of the world supposed to know about individual liberty, about freedom, about free markets, what taxes really are. How are they supposed to know that profits equals prosperity and wages equals slavery? How are they supposed to learn these things if we're not talking to them? I feel like they're screwed. So the problems that we have, the reason that people think that guns can just go off and that inanimate objects are committing all of these heinous acts. The reason people believe that stuff is because you and I are not willing to, to take on the smallest bit of personal uh, sacrifice, the smallest bit of, of social friction to engage in that dialogue. Obviously, yesterday was Sunday, uh, first church service, First Sunday church service since the shooting last Tuesday. Um, and I wore, um, well, actually, now's a now's as good as time as any to plug my shop, but I wore one of my shirts, one of my shop shirts. Um, which if you're interested in getting one, just go to vjomobileshow.com. And then you can see that stuff. But anyway, let's click on the shop here. Uh, let's see here. Which one of these shirts? I wore the uh, this one. It's not really zooming. Here we go. Let's zoom in there. 
Uh, I wore this guy to church yesterday. And uh, no, it doesn't normally cost $17.49. Guys, it's Memorial Day. Everything on the shop's 30% off. You don't have to do anything to get that discount. Uh, so yeah, go to the shop, buy the shirts. They're there for you. I, I wear one just about every day. This is one King over Clown, of course, Martin Luther King over Karl Marx. Um, I wore this shirt to church yesterday, and people were coming up and talking to me, you know, compliments and things like that, uh, the normal stuff. But just a few people got it enough to engage in the dialogue with me why I would wear that shirt on that day knowing that it is still within the seven-day week of a tragic mass shooting, knowing that I wasn't ignorant to that fact, knowing that this is a flagrant promotion of firearms for personal safety. And only about two, I go to church with probably, I don't know, maybe there are a thousand people, maybe 1,500 people in the congregation, but there's usually only between maybe 250 and 500 people in a service. So in the comings and goings, that's the size of the group. Of those people, you know, oh man, like the shirt, cool shirt, this, that, whatever. Only about two, maybe three at the most got it to the point, to the level that, hey, this is an obvious, this, this is a very intentional statement. And we talked about it. Because the truth is, the truth of guns is, the truth of guns is true no matter what. You know, are, are, guns, are guns good or bad? Well, look, if, if guns are good, if guns can be used for good, if guns are whatever they are, then they are before mass shootings and they are after mass shootings. They are before gang violence violence and after gang violence. They are before rapes and after rapes. These activities, these acts of men, these acts of violence do not change the truth. The truth is the truth no matter what. A weapon can be used as a weapon of righteousness or a weapon of tyranny. A weapon can be used to wage war or end war to commit crime or to stave off or end crime. Fear of out of control inflation is hammering the stock market. The S&P 500 is having its worst start of the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less of it. Now might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. And Birch Gold Group is the company I trust to help you convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold and silver. That's right. Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they'll help you do it in a tax-sheltered account. Text Mobley to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Something you might not know about me is I have sleep apnea. Sleep is obviously an important part of my life. It should be an important part of yours as well. That's why MyPillow was an obvious choice to partner with the show. 
I'm sure you've already heard of MyPillow. Heck, you might even have some of these awesome pillows in your home, but I bet you didn't know they sold more. Much, much more, in fact. MyPillow has sheets, towels, travel pillows, slippers, things that you need to see to believe. Right now, you can get their moccasin or slip-on MyPillow slippers, normally $139.98 for just $49. You've got to use my promo code MOBLY or go to MyPillow.com slash MOBLY to see all the deals you get with my promo code MOBLY, including buy one, get one free Giza Dream Sheets, six-piece MyPillow towel sets, my pillow pillows, bathrobes, and much more. Guys, the sale on slippers is ending soon. Order yours today. Do it right now. Go to mypillow.com slash mobly or type in promo code mobly anywhere on the website. Mobly is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to www.mypillow.com today. But these are the conversations. What happens is something happens in the media and all of you crawl down into whatever little pigeonholes you're in. You crawl down into your conservative hole. You crawl down into your constitutionist hole. You crawl down, maybe a group of Christians commits a hate crime or maybe a group of Christians, um, you know, prominent Christians come out in sex scandals or, or some type of tragedy and you burrow down into your little hole and you, you, you cling on to that truth and keep it to yourself because it's not politically expedient right now in society to talk about it. It makes you a coward. That, that makes you a coward. Got to get over this stuff. Got to get over this stuff. And, and I'll tell you why. Because if, if we don't, if we're not going to get over it, then everything that people say they're not doing, they absolutely are going to do. All right. Of course, they're always saying that they're not coming for guns. Maybe it's these guns. Maybe it's those guns. Maybe it's semi-automatic. Maybe it's fully automatic. It's exceedingly difficult to own a fully automatic weapon in the United States. But here's the thing, just in case you missed it, just in case it's the first time coming to you, this is me telling you uh, via Michael Moore here that they are coming for guns, all guns, not sensible legislation, all guns. Don't take my word for it. We're going to listen to it. I think that we need some really drastic action here. Um, we, we need a moratorium, perhaps, on gun sales. sales. Um, we need to, who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. Hmm. Oh, you can't say that. Well, why not? Why not? If, if I, I truly believe that Jefferson and Washington and Madison, if they all knew that that the bullet would be invented some 50 years after our revolution, I don't know if they would have written it that way. They didn't yeah. even know what a bullet was. It didn't exist in the 1830s. If they had any idea that there would be this kind of carnage, you have to believe that the founders of this country wouldn't support it. Well, but the, but the fact that this, this these these none of this any I'm, look I support all gun control legislation, not sensible gun control. We don't need the sensible stuff. We need the hardcore stuff that's going to support ourselves and our children. 
I don't know if we're willing to do that, but I, I will say that um, I do have thoughts and prayers, and those thoughts and prayers are to remove as many Republicans, as, as many people who support this evil policy uh, this coming November. And Americans know this. They don't want this. They don't want their kids killed at school. That's the vast majority of Americans. I'm in the mainstream of that. Okay. Is anyone confused about what he's saying? He's saying no sensible legislation. No, no guns. At least to his credit, at least to Michael Moore's credit, he is willing to say the quiet part out loud, not as a mistake, as an intentional statement. This is something that the left does that we get crushed on because we're trying to play nice and still exchange Christmas cards. Bull crap. Okay, we've got to call the thing what it is. You got to call it what it is. We have to be calling these things what they actually are. What they want is control. What they want is to create a, a society that is largely victim-based. Right now, I don't know if you realize, but for the first time in the history of the world, it's given me great difficulty because there's supposed to be nothing new under the sun. So I'm sure that there's some example out there somewhere that I'm just not aware of. But as a huge issue for the first time in history, at any great scale, we are promoting victimhood where it's good to be a part of the marginalized, to be a part of the oppressed, to be some type of victim class. That's why they have these bullcrap woke bingo cards, literal woke bingo in schools, oppression bingo, where it's asking you, you know, if you're some type of minority, uh, if your parents aren't married, if you're LGBTQ, LMNOP, uh, you know, carry the Z, whatever, any of these groups, then you are part of a victim class and you are worthy of being, you're worthy of being not exalted in a spiritual sense, but kind of lifted up in society, put forward, promoted on social media, uh, brought to the front of the algorithm, whatever, whatever. Your, your thoughts, your opinions, your beliefs are higher than others. Is anyone confused by Michael Moore? All guns. Shouldn't be guns. We shouldn't have guns. He's not, he's not been shy about it. He's not been confusing about it. Oh, guys. All right, here's the thing. The thing is, you and I, you know, one team, one fight, uh, constitutional conservatives, the, the fans of George Washington, you and I need to equip ourselves with the facts and not just sit there with the facts, do, 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 do. Not just sitting there keeping them to ourselves. When we are out in the public square, when we're out at work, we're out with our friend groups and we're hearing this bull crap being spewed, then we need to call it for what it is, all right? <clears throat> because they're lies. The United States is the only country having these problems. That's not true. 
Sorry, let me close my email here. The United States is the only country having these problems. Well, it depends. What, what are these problems, okay? Because they always want to talk about not even gun violence. They want to talk about mass shootings and change the definition constantly of what a mass shooting is based on types of weapons or number of casualties or this or that or whatever. We, we can't come to consensus on what the thing is. Here's an idea. Why don't we cut the bull crap and talk about people killing other people, okay? Because the outcome is someone is dead, murdered, their life taken from them, and the mechanism by which that's done is completely irrelevant. I don't care if the person is shot to death, stabbed to death, blown up, decapitated, drowned. What they needed was probably something to defend themselves with, something that put them on even footing with whoever they faced, something like a firearm. When we look at murders per capita, per 100,000 people, per capita murders, the United States doesn't make the top 10 list. The United States doesn't make anywhere near the top 10 list, 25. I think we're, I think we're floating around somewhere in the 30s. These are not these are not second and third world countries. These are developed nations, many of them. When, when we get into the actual violent crime later, all of those countries are developed nations. Spoiler alert, we're around 83, 85. We don't even make the top 80 list of most violent developed countries in the world. Hate to spoil that for you. Um, it is what it is. And there's a direct correlation between gun ownership in the United States and lower rates of violent crime. Violent crime. That's what this is about. This is about people harming or killing other people. A firearm is a deterrent to that. But they don't care about facts. They don't care about facts to the degree that Michael Moore just stood in front of you and I just stood in front of national and international media and said that the founding fathers didn't know what a bullet was. I don't know if you caught that. That is obvious bullcrap. They had firearms. They had pistols. They had rifles. They had cannons. And guys, you know what they called the ball, the pellet, the whatever that you put inside the rifle that you packed inside the pistol? They called it a freaking bullet, okay? Nowadays, <clears throat> nowadays, um, had to pull one out. You know, we have we have these guys. This is this is a modern bullet, a self-contained projectile. All right, the whole entire thing is in there. And yeah, you know where I got it from because I wear a weapon to include when I'm in my home because I'm not an idiot because I believe in fire. I don't, I don't put my beliefs aside whenever something happens in the culture that makes it inconvenient for me to hold the truths that I hold as true. So I continue to carry my firearms and I will continue to have rifles in my cars and in my home. <laughs> 
but this is a, it's a self-contained projectile is what we have now. Did the founders know about these? No. Do you know what this is? This is a projectile called a bullet, a propellant, which is something to build pressure and send it on its way, gunpowder, and an ignition of some kind, uh, a primer cap is what this is. Do you know what they did? They put the propellant, the gunpowder, inside the barrel, poured it in, and then they took the projectile, which they literally called bullets, and put them in. So for him to sit here and say that the founding fathers didn't know what a bullet was and they couldn't have imagined something like this. One of the founding fathers was one of the greatest inventors the world has ever known. This is just flagrant bullcrap, flagrant insult to the, the founding fathers knew more about history and the ways of man and very likely uh, more about the Bible than you and I combined and Michael Moore and all of MSNBC's viewers because we are still having these debates about the human condition. We are still having these debates about utopia. We're still having these debates about whether or not people will act in their own interest up into and including violent crime and murder. The answer is yes. Yes, they will. People will be selfish. People are self-interested. Most people fulfill their self-interest through honest means, by working, by saving, by trading, by learning skills, reading books, attending schools, by practicing trades, by practicing trades, by seeking out tutelage, apprenticeships. That's how most people satisfy their self-interest. What we call bootstrapping that everyone thinks is so bad because somehow it, it, it's bad to say hard work wins, bootstrapping. If you're listening to this show, I can guess a few things about you. You probably don't trust the government, you trust the liberal media even less, and maybe, just maybe, you're an uncloseted conservative. While the time for sitting in silence is over, it wasn't working anyway. It's time to come out of the conservative closet, and there's no better way than with my uncloseted conservative gear, available exclusively at my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. These hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more are the funniest products you'll find anywhere, like my Joe Biden One Star Would Not Recommend t-shirt or my AR-15 Identifies as a Stick. We've got the absolute best Let's Go Brandon gear on the market and my trademark uncloseted conservative design. You've got to see it to believe these premium products are made of the absolute softest cotton you'll find. You won't want to take them off. Premium prints on premium products from a premium brand. Use promo code FREEDOM for 10% off your entire order. Do it now. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com, load up the cart, and use promo code FREEDOM. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com today. If you're listening to this show, I can guess a few things about you. You probably don't trust the government. You trust the liberal media even less. 
And maybe, just maybe, you're an uncloseted conservative. While the time for sitting in silence is over, it wasn't working anyway. It's time to come out of the conservative closet, and there's no better way than with my uncloseted conservative gear, available exclusively at my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. These hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more are the funniest products you'll find anywhere, like my Joe Biden one-star would-not-recommend t-shirt or my AR-15 identifies as a stick. We've got the absolute best Let's Go Brandon gear on the market and my trademark uncloseted conservative design. You've got to see it to believe these premium products are made of the absolute softest cotton you'll find. You won't want to take them off. Premium prints on premium products from a premium brand. Use promo code FREEDOM for 10% off your entire order. Do it now. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com, load up the cart, and use promo code FREEDOM. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com today. Are you a business looking to expand across the U.S.? The Joe Mobley Show offers a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group, as everyone is concerned with the cultural issues facing the nation media bias, unaccountable government, and on and on the list goes. Every small business is looking everywhere for quality services that your company can provide. There's no national uncloseted conservative show presented anywhere else in the U.S., and no one else does it quite like me. By advertising on The Joe Mobley Show, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. I'm Joe Mobley, host of The Joe Mobley Show, and you need to give me a call now at 202-599-0990 to get in on this tremendous opportunity before it's too late. Take advantage and grow your business now or wonder what could have been just a few months down the road. Sounds like an easy choice. Give me a call now at 202-599-0990 for all the details. That's 202-599-0990. Call now. Amazon stock is down 37% in the first half of the year. Tesla down 40%. Cryptos are being slammed, and many fear the hawkish moves by the Fed could stall the economy. What's your plan? Text Mobley to 989898 to get your free no-obligation info kit on gold from Birch Gold. They are the precious metals professionals. I trust them enough to buy from them. Text Mobley to 989898 and secure your savings now. Don't get confused by, by this nonsense. Don't get confused by this either. Because I can, I can see someone already. It says United States right there. But it's United States Virgin Islands, okay? Number four. United States does not make the top 10 list for murder, not gun crime, not mass shootings, murder. All right, we look at, we look at violent crimes. Uh, similar, similar sort of thing, different set of countries. Here, let's go down here.
It's always interesting how China like lies their way onto these lists. There is no way that China, unless it's just because they have billions of people, but I'm not seeing any way that China, (laughs) China who's got execution camps, China who's got uh, Uyghur Muslims being uh, genocided and organ harvesting where they've got uh, donor surgeries on demand over there. But somehow they made the list. So that's that's very interesting. Here's something else that's interesting. I challenge you all to develop a relationship. Now, I know we've got feelings about the Bureau right now. A lot of us have feelings about uh, the Federal Bureau of Insanity. But uh, they do put together one thing that's pretty decent. It's called the Uniform Crime Report. Become familiar with the Uniform Crime Report, okay? Because it shows you where you can go and look. Let's see here. Let's look for... Here, we'll do it together. We'll uh, look for, it's usually a little bit late, FBI, uniform. Oh, gosh, can't spell here. Crime report. Uh, we'll look for violent crime. Not that one. I want it to actually take me to. All right, this one's uh, 2019 Uniform Crime Report. And when you come to this thing, you can you can look for crimes by the crime. Actually, let let's keep it on. You can you can drill down into murder, rape, robbery, aggravated assault. You can look for these things by the crime. They've got segmented tables. Or you can look at the population and the number of violent crimes and figure out what that crime rate is. You you can check this stuff in real time, okay? This is real data. The interesting thing is the arguments about the Uniform Crime Report, the UCR, the arguments about the FBI's UCR... kind of interesting because the left will use this. They will use this data and they kick our butts on data because we just sit there and we say the impolite thing to do is to stick up for ourselves and to defend our positions. Uh, That's not the impolite thing to do. That is the only thing to do. It's cowardice and it's insanely stupid. And I have four small children. I'm trying to raise them to not use words like that. It is stupid. And you are, by extension, stupid if you think that sitting back and getting railroaded is going to produce a different outcome. It sounds like Einstein's definition of insanity. 
let's see here. 2019. Murder and non-negligent manslaughter, 16,425. Hmm. No one wants to talk about that. It's it's terrible. What happened? What what happened? It's terrible, but it doesn't change all of the facts of reality. It doesn't absolve us from all responsibility. No. All right, we look at homicides. We look at homicides. The United States comes in not violent crime, just homicides, just pure murder rate. The United States comes in around 83, 84, 85 when you look at these studies, okay? When you look at actual crime data, that is fewer than five homicides per 100,000 population. Fewer than five. Let's pull this back up. Wait a minute now. Let's zoom in. The United States. Fewer than five per hundred thousand occupants. So when you're visiting the Virgin Islands, you think about this. Here in the United States, walking the streets of the United States, there five in a hundred thousand people are going to be murdered. When you are cruising around the Virgin Islands, 49 in a hundred thousand people are going to be murdered. More than likely, El Salvador, 61.7. When you're in Jamaica, having your time, 56.4. We'll round it down. 56 people walking the streets of the United States, five and 100,000. Walking the streets in Jamaica, 26. Belize, the problem is that the world is a dangerous place and the left would have you and I play make-believe as if it's, you know, fairies and rainbows and, and everyone just wants to be your friend. Not so. That is not the case. It's not how it works. It's not how it's ever worked. Mm-mm. Mm. Annual death rate per million people by mass shooting. Let's see if we can get this to pull up. I'll move that over there. All right, where's my link? Where is my link? Is that it? Open. <clears throat> All right, so this, this went away. It, it's sending us back uh, here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into this 
PDF. But here it is for you. You can see it, the name of it. Um, I'll put the link in the description. Yeah, I'll put the link in the description, ssrn.com. <coughs> Obviously a place to go and get reputable studies. This one's done by the Crime Prevention Research Center. Um, and the piece of research is entitled Comparing the Global Rate of Mass Public Shootings to the, United, to the U.S.'s Rate and Comparing Their Change Over Time. Comparing Their Change Over Time. All right, so uh, without getting into the PDF, you open it, you go and look at it. This is what it's called. This is a real study. These are reputable sources. The links are going to be available for you after this broadcast. But you look at it, it's, it's published by John R. Lott. Crime Prevention Research Center comparing the global rate of mass public shootings to the U.S.'s rate and comparing their changes over time. Just looking at per million people. This is a top 18 list. Okay, this is the top 18 countries with the highest. Mass public shootings is the definition they use. Here we say mass shootings, not MPS. We just say mass shootings. The almost gun-free in terms of carrying weapons outside of your house, Norway, comes in number one at 1.8. This is per million people. The United States does not make the top 10 list. Okay? Look at these countries. Do you see third world crap hole countries on here? Do you? Norway? Is France a third world crap hole country? Slovakia, Switzerland, Finland, Belgium? These are developed first world countries. The United States comes in at 11. I wrote the math down for you to see with your eyes the delta, the difference between Norway at number one. Norway, a country where you can own guns. Ammo is heavily regulated. Guns are heavily regulated. You cannot carry a weapon around in Norway. They do not have concealed carry. You can bring a weapon out of the home to go hunting or to go target shooting as in practicing for hunting. They do not have the self-defense rights that we have here where you can defend your life or the life of others with a firearm. So in Norway, firearms are largely paperweights, useless, locked up, lock and key, gun and ammo separate, of no use to you in an emergency. And when the criminals come to your home and kill you and your wife and your children, then they get into that gun safe where they take the entire safe with them and those firearms are theirs. And when they go and use them, they don't separate the gun from the ammo. They don't put the weapons and the ammo 
inside lock cases. Spoiler, but we're talking about the math. Norway's mass shooting deaths is 22.5 times higher than we experience here in the United States. I also wrote it down for you so you can read it with your own eyes. You've been lied to. When you watch these mainstream media outlets, what they are telling you is not true. You need to look the stuff up for yourself. This is the name of the study. This is where the study is available. If you are not into qualitative and quantitative research, too bad. It's time to acquaint yourself. SSRN needs to be a tab on your computer. Research needs to be a tab on your computer. Now, this is interesting. Down here, I don't know if you guys know, France is also the type of country where they don't have the, the self-defense rights that we have here in the United States where you can't you know, protect your life and the life of others by any means necessary. But France, much like Norway, <coughs> is the type of country where Concealed carry, open carry, it's it's not legal anywhere. No one does it. No one but the police and the military have weapons. Well, that's interesting. How is it that they're on the top three list of deaths per million people for mass shootings? That's interesting. But wait a minute. England, I thought they outlawed guns. Hmm. Interesting. The United States with more guns than people, with some 400 million firearms and only 330 million people, with only about 1% to 2% of those firearms being owned by law enforcement and military, 1% to 2%, so that takes us down from 400 million to... 390, we'll go even further, we'll go 380 million, 380 million firearms in the United States. Isn't it interesting isn't it interesting that there are more firearms than people in the United States, privately owned firearms all throughout COVID we saw firearm ownership among blacks increase and then niche down even further among black women. Black women are one of the largest demographics of people to, to be first-time purchasers of firearms, 21-22. And I got news for you. It's about to be 2022 as well. As they, BLM and Antifa revs up their defund the police machine again, revs up their steal, kill, and destroy machine again. Isn't it interesting that that country with more guns than people doesn't make the top 10 list for mass public shootings? But there are so many countries ahead of us with worse gun crime 
If they want to say the, the term, if they want to use the term gun crime, let them. I don't care. I don't care. I'm a harm reductionist. I'm talking about lessening violence, period, where every man, woman, and child can live unaccosted, unmolested, not being assaulted, not being robbed, killed, raped. I almost said murdered. I guess that's another way to say killed. But somehow in, in leftist logic, loony, loony bin land, if we got rid of one, if we got rid of assault-style weapons, whatever the heck that is, that we will have the magical different response than all 10 of these countries. Hey, why don't we ban guns altogether? Why don't we get rid of them? We could, we could be rocking England-style. Question... How does one die in a mass shooting in a country that outlaws guns? How'd they get shot? Who shot them? What law-abiding citizen shot them? Could it be that it's an inconvenient fact? Could it be that it's an inconvenient fact that criminals commit crimes, that laws do nothing to deter criminals, that harsher laws barely have any correlation with criminality. Do you know what does it? It's not the law. Nope. It's not the law. It, it's not the parent in the room that changes the behavior of the child. Do you know what does it? It's the enforcement of the law. What even is law? without enforcement. Nothing. What, what are we doing? Just hearing about the things that we shouldn't do? Drug laws, we got them all. We got them all. Forgive me as I make some coffee here. It's um, I don't sound it, but I'm actually sick, which is very annoying. Um, but I am sucking down all the liquids, and I've got some coffee. Coffee to get me through. You know, I wish I could show uh, all of the comments from the different platforms on here. I can't. Um, I can, I can show YouTube comments. So if you are watching on YouTube, I was away from YouTube for a while. I am, I'm back on YouTube. Uh, I'll be staying on YouTube. I'm not doing battle with them. They'll just, they'll ban me when they ban me. They'll, they'll, uh, give me strikes when they give me strikes, whatever. I'm not doing a self-censorship thing again, but do thank you for leaving comments. Uh, let's throw those up here as we can. Uh, Carolyn, hopefully Carolyn, not Caroline. Carolyn Marvel says, amazing. I have talked to a lot of Democrats who want to keep their guns. The one thing that we seem to agree on. Well, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Which isn't too weird in this society, given everything with the trans agenda. Carolyn here has got bigger balls 
than most. Yep, than most of you. I mean, what a statement. If she's talking to Democrats to the point where if she's a conservative and she's talking to Democrats to the point where they're talking about personal gun ownerships, personal decisions, she probably is friends with these Democrats and actually out of the conservative closet talking to them about their disparate beliefs. And oh my gosh, she survived. Isn't that amazing? I should send you a shirt. You should send me an email and, and there's a shirt for you. Do you know what shirt I wore a few days after the shooting? Um, I wore my shirt, uh, my AR-15 identifies as a stick. Which is a great one. Oh, come on. I got to do... Uh, there it is. I am not the best website designer. I got to do something about that. But this one... My AR-15 identifies as a stick. Another great shirt that you should get. Oh, this is all. It's, it's impossibly frustrating. Impossibly. All right. Another thing that these liberal geniuses say is if we heavily regulated guns or if we banned them, it would be safe. It'd be safe. Uh, question. Question the number one crime in the world. What's the number one crime in the world? It's drug trafficking. What's the number two crime in the world? It's human trafficking. People trafficking in drugs often traffic in humans. You know, something they can reuse time and time again. Okay. The illicit trade routes are the same illicit trade routes. Transnational crime organizations actually work together. They can put their differences aside. Now, a Democrat and Republican can't put their differences aside, but literal rival gangs, rival transnational crime organizations, I'm talking the big ones. Chinese mafia big. I'm talking Sinaloa cartel, Mexican drug cartel. I'm talking transnational crime organizations. That's what they call TCOs. They have the business mind and the discipline to set their differences aside, terror organizations even, and do cooperative plays and work together when it makes sense. Drug trafficking, it doesn't make sense. Human trafficking makes sense for them. Listen, I've got thousands and thousands of followers on social media, and maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're on Twitter, Getter, Truth, Facebook, who knows? Maybe you've sent me a message and you never heard back. Maybe you wish there were a more exclusive app where I posted my most personal interactions, did Zoom hangouts and other things with fans of the show. 
That's exactly what's happening over in my Locals community. Locals is a social media platform you need to join and join today. Locals is the first social media platform built not just for users, but for content creators as well. They know creators like me want to own our content, speak freely, and interact with our audience. Really connect. That's you. Join my Locals community today by downloading the Locals app and searching for Joe Mobley or going to thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. If you want to experience the internet done right, get exclusive access to content, discount codes, early product launches, and more, join my Locals community today, thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. Everyone knows a wise man spends less than he makes and constantly puts money aside for the future. Well, usually that means putting a lump of quick-to-get cash in your bank or maybe in an IRA or 401k with your job, and all's well that ends well. But you may have noticed the stock market isn't doing so hot right now. That's why you need to diversify, and the smartest way to hedge against inflation right now is by investing in gold. Now, I'm not telling you to go buy gold bars or start walking the beaches with a metal detector. You can convert your existing savings into a precious metals IRA with Birch Gold Group today. That's right. Tax-sheltered precious metals IRAs with Birch Gold. Birch Gold are the best at what they do, and that's protect your hard-earned money and the value it represents. Text Mobley to 989898 to get your free no-obligation info kit on all that Birch can do for you and why the time to diversify into a precious metals IRA is right now. Text Mobley to 989898. Every second you wait is money you've lost forever. Text Mobley to 989898 today. But the number three is the one that blows this ridiculous, fanciful unicorn and rainbow argument out of the sky. That banning guns or heavily regulating guns will be safe. The government can do nothing, nothing to ensure that you as a citizen will not face an adversary with a firearm. The government can do nothing. They are banned completely in England, okay, across the pond. They're banned completely. They had the mandatory buyback. It's not a buyback. It, it's it's that it, it's really theft, you know. Like if I force you to sell me your car, but I, I, I'm buying it back from you. You didn't want to sell it. It wasn't previously for sale. I'm going to set the price. I'm going to force you to sell it. You know, you're thinking about that for the first time. That that's just plain Jane theft. Okay, it's like the government deciding that your house is for sale and then deciding that your house is worth 500 bucks, but they bought it back from you. So anyway, these government thugs, uh, you know, did their buyback. And what were they, number 14, the 14th country in the world? The world has hundreds of countries, hundreds. There are almost 200 countries that are members of the World Health Organization. Mm. 
of all those countries with all the gun laws and all of the various different systems, countries like Australia, countries like, I almost said Europe, countries like England end up on top 10, top 20 lists for gun violence, for mass shootings, and they don't allow firearm ownership. Mm. So now your government is trying to sell you a false bale of goods, trying to sell you the idea that they can make it so you will not face a firearm in a violent encounter, that no one will attack you with one, and if someone attacks you, you will have access to the same weaponry they have access to, because the law says so. Okay. So now thinking, wait a minute, but arms trafficking is the third largest crime in the world. How's that going to work? They're going to ban guns in the United States. They're going to outlaw guns in the United States. And at that same time, the transnational crime organizations who actually run things are going to say, well, guys, We got to get our guns off the streets. We got to stop selling guns, fully automatic weapons, rifles of all sorts, pistols, fully automatic pistols, modified illegally. We got to stop selling these things out of trunks and, you know, out of backpacks with kids running around neighborhoods selling weapons. We got to stop doing that. Absolute insanity. No. If we did that, guns will be about as popular, about as prevalent in our society as cocaine. Pretty popular. Pretty prevalent. Can't go far. Can't go far. All right, another thing that they say is that there need to be better laws. You need to call bullcrap. Not someone else, not someone do something somewhere. You and I, we need to be the ones to bring the truth down from the mountain because our friends and neighbors are apparently idiots. And if we allow them to continue squandering in their idiocracy, then we are idiots as well. <clears throat> All right, gun laws, here we go. Age requirements, almost everywhere in the United States, you need to be 18 years old to purchase a rifle or shotgun. It is unlawful for any person under the age of 21 to purchase a pistol. It is unlawful for anyone under the age of 21 to purchase an NFA item, a National Firearm, Firearms Act item which means a suppressor, not a silencer, because it doesn't make guns silent. It, it suppresses the sound. You can still hear it. Fully automatic weapons, short barrel rifle, uh, short barrel shotgun, these things. These things are NFA items. It's already illegal for anyone under 21 to own any of those things. Any talk about increasing that age would be total lunacy because there is virtually nothing that you can lawfully that you can't lawfully do in the United States past the age of 21. There is no other milestone. We have 18 and 21. That's it. 
And if they want to decrease the voting age to 16 to 15 to 14, they need to decrease the rifle and shotgun ownership age to 16 to 15 to 14 or whatever it is. If you can vote, you should be able to carry and use a rifle. You should be able to carry and use a pistol. But the geniuses making uh, these unlawful firearm regulations, and I'm talking about you, ATF, because your rules and regulation are unlawful, they're unconstitutional, they're not laws, they're rules and regulations, but they have the power and enforcement of laws, and if we don't obey them, we go to prison, and you take us there, you set the rules, and you show up at the door and say, hey, this thing is, well, it's not illegal, it's against the rule that we made, and we get to enforce our rules with the power of federal law enforcement to send you to prison. So you can figure that one out. <clears throat> Purchase a firearm in the United States, you must undergo a background. There is nowhere in the United States that you can lawfully purchase a firearm without a background check. Nowhere. Nope. Can't do it. Gunshot loophole might be floating around in your head. It's a lie. It's not a myth. It is a lie. It wasn't a myth. No one's arguing. What are the origins? What are the origins? Where did it come from? It came from the Democrat Party. It came from the puppet masters. It came from Hillary Clinton. Barack Obama, another one, parroted that. Guncho loophole. Barack Obama, one of the most famous people to ever live, first black president of the United States. That's supposed to be special. Barack Obama cannot purchase a firearm in the United States without a background check. Barack Obama cannot purchase a firearm in the United States, in Texas, in New York, in South Dakota, in Alaska. Why? Because of the next law. You must be a resident of the state of purchase. All of this, oh, people are crossing state lines and interstate commerce. Bull crap. They're called lies, people. You know, you own guns. You filled out the paperwork. It's a lot of paperwork. You did the background check. Gone up to the Fed boys, the FBI. The FBI has to bless off on all firearm ownership in the United States. That makes sense, but whatever. What, what, what about mental health illness? What about people that are mentally unfit to carry firearms? If a person in the United States has been deemed by a medical doctor and agreed upon by a freaking judge, that person is not able to buy firearms as well. Because when their background check gets initiated, a medical flag will show, and it'll say this person has been deemed mentally unfit by a licensed psychiatrist and affirmed by a judge. Boop, pops up, they can't buy the firearm. They want red flag laws. They want it to be much more ambiguous. So your neighbor can say, oh, I don't think little Johnny is mentally fit. So they can call a hotline and say, hey, I think my neighbor's dangerous. Their name's John Smith. They live at 123 Anywhere USA. Now John can't buy firearms because of red flag laws. 
Your name is not a doctor, not a psychiatrist. If they were, they're not your psychiatrist, not a judge. It doesn't matter. That's what red flag laws are. Red flag laws, what they're telling you a red flag law is for is already the federal law. If you've been declared mentally unfit, you can't buy the firearm. They already don't sell firearms to people who we would say colloquially are crazy. So there's an age requirement already. Well, you know, gun laws are racist because there's also a state or federal photo ID. A state or federal issued photo ID must be presented. So there's that. You have to live in the state that you're purchasing the firearm, which if it were some other woke social justice thing, they would say that this is suppression or illegal or blah, 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 blah. You have to undergo a background check everywhere. Coast to coast, border to border, from sea to shining sea, you have to take a background check to lawfully purchase firearm. You buy the firearm out of your friend's backpack or back porch of, of some gangster's house or out of a trunk, you don't need to do a, fire or a background check. You buy it from a dealer, you buy it from a store, you buy it from an individual FFL, you buy it from a gun show. Background check. What if you've got a history of violence? If you've been convicted of a felony, you can no longer purchase a firearm. If you've been convicted of certain misdemeanors involving assault, involving physical crimes, violent crimes, you can no longer purchase a firearm. If you have the word domestic violence, violence against a family member, any combination of those words in your record in any capacity, you cannot buy a firearm. Nope. Not anywhere. No history of domestic violence, violence against a family member, a minor, or a child. You've got any type of formation of those words. You may not buy a firearm. We already went over this one. Declarations from a judge saving individuals unfit for firearm ownership, mental illness, history of mental illness, or mental episodes. There are already people talk about building up armories. There are already limitations on the number of firearms an individual may purchase within a 30-day period in the United States, in most states. Shall not be infringed. Certainly sounds like it has a lot of infringements. You know, your, your friend owns guns, but they don't have a concealed carry permit. They got to buy their guns one at a time. Whatever it is, one rifle per month, one pistol per month, whatever. Same state. Same person gets their concealed weapons permit. Now they can buy X number of rifles and X number of pistols per month. That doesn't make any sense. These gun laws are for making you and I have a harder time. So we're dissuaded from making these purchases. Okay. It's called friction in the buying process. That's why Amazon has one click purchase. That's why e commerce taking over the world, they want to remove all of the friction so you can just click it. Boom, one click, buy. Every road block is designed to dissuade you from purchasing firearms. Do we need a sound effect on that? The government doesn't want you to purchase firearms. 
stop buying into this. These law, many of these laws need to go away. And people, people keep saying, oh, well, um, hmm. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Man, I'm really probably gonna lose some friends on that. I'm okay with background checks. I am. Is it an infringement? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an infringement. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> what the founders have said that an ex-con can protect themselves from harm with a firearm. Yes. Yep. They would have. Yep. And they understood this well into the American journey. You know who else understood this? Abraham Lincoln understood this. Malice towards none is an example of understanding this very principle. No matter who you are, you're being a person. Personhood gives you the right to self-defense, the right to protect yourself from any threat born in nature, born of another individual, born of the government. Your personhood gives you the unalienable right given to you by your creator to protect yourself, to include if you were a criminal. <clears throat> Here's an interesting thought. <clears throat> Not even an ex-con, a literal con, a literal convict, someone who is in prison is in the hospital and say the deputies are taking them to have a surgery. A fight breaks out. Someone, there are two deputies. Someone gets one of the deputies' guns and starts a mass shooting, starts indiscriminately killing people in the hospital. And the deputy that's attached to the criminal gets shot and killed. Now, the criminal is, is physically attached to this deputy. Can he take that deputy's weapon and use it to stop that mass shooting? Absolutely. And interestingly enough, he's not going to get charged. They're going to say that was an exigent circumstance because, you know, he's a felon. He's literally imprisoned at the time of the shooting. Can't handle firearms. Can't use firearms. Now... Now, firearms are a man-made tool, but their operation and the way that we can bring them to bear is on a pure, natural nature's laws. That is it. So if I were unilaterally in charge, we would not have background checks. Nope. It's not the government's job to protect you from an ex-con who might become violent and use a firearm. You know what? You know what recidivism is? Recidivism is the proclivity that criminals commit crimes. People, drunk drivers, usually drive and drink again. Domestic abusers usually abuse their families and their significant others again. People that commit violent crimes are violent criminals, and they are extremely likely to commit more violent crimes. These laws do nothing. The background check does nothing. They very likely did not purchase the initial firearm that they ever used to commit their first crime. They didn't go to the gun store to get that. Now, there are restrictions on ammo purchases in many states. Maryland is one of those states. I lived in Maryland, guys. 
I lived in Maryland for nine months. That's all I could make it, man. For nine months. <sighs> Speaking of Maryland, I don't know if you are aware of this. I don't know if you saw this. Um, you know, forget the abortion debate. Forget the debate about up until the moment of birth. In Maryland, it is now legal to commit infanticide for 20 days. They're calling it a post-birth abortion. So mom can take her one-day-old, two-day-old, three-day-old, four-day-old, 12-day-old, two-week-old, 19-day-old baby, not fetus, this is outside of the mother. This is can grab your hands, can look around, can interact with other people, can take up to a 20-day-old baby and have it executed, have it murdered by a doctor. Hmm. Maybe that's why they want to get rid of our firearms. <clears throat> Maybe they want to get rid of the firearms because they know when Maryland's insane law that is also working its way through California, when doctors are executing post-birth post-birth abortions, when, when doctors are executing babies that are born outside, that are living, breathing, crying, playing, eating, pooping, all that stuff, that they're going to run into a problem with those 400 million firearms that exist in the United States. So what are their answers? The most common regulatory suggestion is, survey says, ban assault weapons. What's an assault weapon? The one that looks scary. Big, black, steel, that one. Looks bad. Ban it. Shoots a lot of bullets. What, what is the rate of fire of an assault weapon? The rate of fire of an assault weapon is the same as the rate of fire is of, of a pistol. The speed at which you can do this is the speed at which all of the rifles at the store you were able to buy will fire. You could serve in the military. You should be able to carry a firearm, says Carolyn. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Freaking psychos. Oh. Another thing they say. Another thing they say, man, they say some stuff. It, it's wild. Isn't it wild? Man, I restarted my computer before this and all of my, uh, here, let's click into that. <clears throat> I'll just put this back over here. 
So this is what happened. I restarted my computer before this. So like my sources, when I click on the link, it takes me back to the home page where it just tells you the article where I, I had it so you could see the graph or you could see the data point in the in the research and the context of of the study, you know, if it's on page 25 or 100 or whatever. Um, so apologies for that, but actually a good lesson for me. I now know it does this. Uh, but last year, National Firearms Survey done by Georgetown University. So, you know, they're always attacking the sources. Georgetown is a leftist, it's an elite leftist institution. Okay, Georgetown, one of the best law schools in the nation. Um, Georgetown belongs to them, not us. You know, this isn't Ben Shapiro's study. This isn't, you know, um, the Heritage Foundation. This is Georgetown National Firearms Survey 2021. <clears throat> you know, one of the things that they say is that Guns are about preserving patriarchy so that men can lord over women. That's obviously false. We're seeing that with trans, I never know how to say this, trans men, with the, the, the women with the penises, those ones, but, because that makes sense. The girls with the dogs competing in women's sports. So dudes in women's sports. They're dominating. They're not using weapons. They're using their larger, you know, bone density, larger body mass, bigger, stronger muscle, stronger connective tissue. They're using all that stuff, you know, being a dude, to exert dominance over women in sports. But, but they say, they say the mysterious thing, that firearm ownership is is a good old boys club where guys are exerting patriarchal whatever over women. Yep, they say that. Um, again, National Firearms Survey, Georgetown University, last year, data shows bullcrap. Bullcrap. 46% of gun owners in the United States are women. Now, I'm not a math major, not a mathematician. Like Katanji Jackson, I'm not even a biologist. But 46% is about half, right? Four and a half out of 10, almost five out of 10. That's about, okay, that's about half. Interesting. With more guns, the society becomes more dangerous. More accidents, more this, more that. Guns are exceedingly rare. Nope. 45% of American men live in a household with a firearm. 40% of American women live in a household with a firearm. <clears throat> so let's bring those two together, about four out of 10 people live in a house with a firearm. So how dangerous are guns again? 
same study, National Firearms Research Center, found this inconvenient truth. Gun ownership is just about racist white men exerting their dominance over everyone else. Hmm. Interesting how almost 30% of American gun owners are Hispanic, though. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting how a full quarter of American gun owners are black. Guys, this was 2021. That number's going up and up and up. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. At best, uh, white American gun ownership percentage is going to stay about the same, probably going to increase a little bit. But that black and Hispanic number, whoo, it's going to go up. Oh, there's the obvious lie right below that. The obvious lie that, uh, you know, the laws work and, you know, those signs, those signs that say no gun. No, you're a law-abiding citizen. You would never do this. You ever accidentally brought a gun somewhere where there was a sign that said no guns allowed? Accidentally, you know, you're you're halfway through shopping at a at a Whole Foods or whatever, and then you remember they don't allow firearms in there. You ever think how you got in there? You just walked in. That sign did nothing. That sign couldn't even stop you from accidentally bringing a firearm in. You're going to commit mass murder? You know what the sign really is. The sign is a shining runway saying, please commit your atrocity here. Don't do it there. They got guns there. Do you know one of the most threatened universities in the world is Liberty University. You know how much gun violence they have at Liberty University? None. Do you know why? Because Liberty University students are allowed to carry firearms to class. In the streets, on the sidewalks, in the dorms, in the classroom. Liberty University professors are allowed to carry firearms. They were when I went there. Many of them did. I knew some of my professors that carried firearms. A mass shooter was going to have a very difficult time committing mass violence there. Why are they not going to have a difficult time? In gun-free zones, which is really like defense-free zones. You, know, you can't really defend yourself. They figured it out. Did you know this? Did you know that these criminals figured out to commit their crimes where there's minimal resistance? This is how you plan an assault. Whether you're talking military, whether you're talking dirtbag criminal, this is how you plan an assault. You go to the point of minimum, minimum resistance. You find the path of least resistance. You don't pick the fortified door to go through. You don't pick the hardest, strongest, most capable looking person to be your victim. Nope. You don't pick locations where there are very likely to be firearms. You don't pick locations where there might be firearms. They pick locations 
where there can be no lawful possession of firearms. They're clearly identified. They're called gun-free zones. I have another word for them. They're called stupid. They're called fantasy lands. Because they're not gun-free. They're good guy gun-free. Bad guys still bring the guns there. Hmm. You know, I showed you the UCR, the Uniform Crime Report, earlier. When you go back to that, because I'm not going to show it to you, because you're going to go to it, you're going to do your own homework. When you go back to that, you'll notice that one of the leading causes of death here in the United States is homicide by personal weapons, what the Bureau calls personal weapons. You know what personal weapons are? You know what personal weapons are? These. Hands, feet, fists, personal weapons. Hmm. So they want to ban assault-style rifles. Let's take the assault-style rifle out. Let's just say all rifles. Let's look at deaths by all rifles. In 2020, a total of 454 people were shot and killed by rifle. That's everything from bolt action, lever action, 22, up to, you know, AK-47, 762, I-5, rifles, just all rifles. 657 people were killed with personal weapons, hands, fists, feet, etc. Hmm. Hmm. Could it be that the world's just a violent place? Could it be that people are violent? Could it be that people are going to commit violence no matter what? 450 of these people decided to use a rifle. These people decided to take someone's life. The mechanism by which was not going to change anything for them, whether it be a handgun or a rifle or a knife or a stick or a car, a good deal more killed with their bare hands. You know what would have changed things? What would have changed the math? 657 people killed by the hand of another, the literal hand of another. You know what would have changed things in in those instances? Say those 657 people had firearms. Number would be drastically different. Drastically different. Oh. All right, guys, that is all that I have for you on the heavy, heavy news front. So what we're going to do, now that I'm just doing this full time and we have all the time in the world, we are going to play my favorite game that I get to play with guests when I have guests on the show. We're going to play Would You Rather on either.io.
All right, let's go on to the next one. So you can play this along in the chat if you'd like. I will try and uh, thanks for the comments, guys. I will try and shout you out if I could. So would you rather get a million dollars a year in quarters or get $100,000 a year in bills? I would obviously get a million dollars a year in quarters. I don't really understand the question here. Wow, 22% of people are stupid. All right, that, that one is different. Would you rather eat red lobster biscuits or eat Olive Garden breadsticks? That's a tough one. That is, yep. That is a tough one. Uh, so I go to Olive Garden more often. Huh. I go to Olive Garden more often. But uh, I, I just think as a, I just think like as a thing, like the biscuits are more prestigious. They taste, they taste really good. I mean, they're much more of a thing. I'm going to go with the biscuits. Oh, wow. Wow. Breadsticks are salty and too much fake butter flavor. That's true. That is true. Would you rather be an orc or an elf? I don't know what that is. Uh, would you rather pay tax... Pay taxes, but have a free public service. Wait, what? All right, Joe, you can read. Would you rather pay taxes, but have free public services or pay no taxes, but pay fully for the services you need? No kidding. I would rather pay no taxes and fully pay for the services that I need. Uh, we live in the super woke society, so I knew, I thought this was going to be like 90%, if I'm being honest, um, pay taxes, but have basically everything taken care of for them. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't believe in socialized medicine because it doesn't work, which is why people that live in the countries where there is socialized medicine, they come here to have their surgeries done. Not elective surgery, surgeries like cancer screening or procedures like cancer screenings, biopsies, um, cardiovascular surgery, those things. You know, you get that diagnosis in Canada. You don't wait around because you die. You come to the United States to get that done. Um, so that's what the socialized medicine versus our society. That's how that works. Would you rather have a stomach ache or a headache? Uh, neither. <laughs> um, this was me last week. Like, I'll be honest, last week I got a stomach bug, guys, and it sucked. Oh my gosh. I I got quite a good stomach bug. Um, one of my daughters got it as well. And she was like throwing up. I didn't throw up. I just felt like I had to throw up all the time. Um, it it sucked. I I typically I have a little bit of like an iron stomach when it comes to like vomiting. Really, uh, unfortunately, my stomach illness is usually manifest out the other end. Um, and last week's stomach bug was no exception. And then coming off of the stomach bug, I had body aches and 
and I had a pretty bad headache for about two days. And then I got a plain Jane cold. So right now I'm actually sick, uh, which is why I'm trying to drink a lot of fluids. So that's fun. Um, I'm going to go with headache though. Wow. It's a tight race. Would you rather be deaf and have no legs or be blind and have no arms? Huh. Huh. This one is tough. I really wish there were an option C, uh, deaf with no arms. If there were, oh, wait. No, 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 other way. If there were a blind with no legs, I would choose that. Um, you may or may not know, uh, but I, uh, you know, I was a musician. I, I am a musician. My degree, my undergrad degree is in music. I love music. I've been a musician my whole life. Um, so the deaf part is really tough for me. I do think that I would rather uh, be blind than deaf. But the arms part is really tough for me. I know I'd rather have my arms than my legs. Uh, <laughs> you can't just choose neither. To, uh, oh, man. Oh, what is this doing? Let me refresh this here. There we go. Man, Getter, you guys have got to... Um, Getter, you've got to make the capability so that platforms like Restream, StreamYard, uh, and others, so that we can pull in the comments from. Oh wait, no, 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 no. other way. If they, because uh, we, yeah, because we need that. So, all right. Well, I can't do it. I'm just gonna refresh it. My arms, then my. There we go. All right. And Rumble, we're also streaming on Rumble, guys. That's where you got to go if I get taken down from YouTube. Also streaming on Rumble, guys. That's where you got to go if I get taken oh. down from YouTube. Also streaming on Rumble, guys. That's where you got to go if I get taken oh. down from YouTube. All right. Shut up. There we go. Uh, it's still weird. 18 months in hearing, hearing myself like this. All right. Well, this is creative problem solving from Carolyn. Deaf and one leg and one arm. And it's like, would you want the arm on one side and the leg on the other side? Or like, would you want the missing from the same side? That could get, that could get interesting. I'm going to, even though I hate this arm loss situation here, I'm going to go blind, uh, no arms. I, I predicted that the numbers would be like this. I, I'm, I think that I'm aware that most people would rather see than hear. Um, man, it's tough. That's a tough one. It really is. Would you rather only eat stuffing for the rest of your life or only drink gravy for the rest of your life? 
Oh, I'm team stuffing. I'm team stuffing. I'm not gonna. All right. Would you rather eat a hot dog or a hamburger? The, this is me for the last several days. Uh, barbecue after barbecue after barbecue. Um, so I'm. I'll go with burger today because why not? SKS or M1 carbine? Both excellent weapons. Uh, I'm going to go with the SKS because I don't have one. So uh, now if we're talking like never get to handle or use the other one ever. Uh, well, hmm. I don't know if I want the M1 to be like my daily you know, my, my go-to-war rifle. I realized that it was a lot of people's literal go-to-war rifle. Ooh. Yeah, no, I'm staying SKS. Um, I do have a favorite firearm. It is usually featured in these live streams right here. Uh, she's gone getting clean well not getting clean right now because i'm in here but uh but my daniel defense um ddm4 v11 is my favorite firearm i uh yeah so oh but that's a that's a good question and ad i had not considered would you rather questions from the audience but absolutely welcome uh, absolutely welcome that. Oh, my my uh, three-year-old is screaming. Would you rather eat pie or grape? Kind of quite, this is, I feel like I'm getting baited to just see how like gluttonous I am. Like, of course I'm going to go for pie. Uh, wait, like eat a pie. Okay, eat a whole pie or grape. Might regret it later, but I'm still going to go with the pie. I'm going to eat the pie. Yep. Now I'm not going to regret it. No regrets. I'm team pie all day. Uh, I'm an artist. Have to be able to see. Okay, that's true. Okay, so I'll I'll lose the sight. You'll lose the hearing. And we can team up and be able to see and hear stuff. All right, this one is long. If you could only save lives through two ways, would you rather prevent World War II and all the war-related deaths that went along with it, Holocaust included, or cure all forms of cancer, STDs, AIDS included? Interesting, like it could have just been cure illness. It's interesting that they niched it down to cancer then STDs, which is a strange, that, that's just a strange commingling there. Uh, and then called out AIDS, like obviously AIDS is an STD. I do appreciate that it says STDs, not STIs and all this other stuff. Ooh, rhubarb custard pie. I have not eaten lunch yet. I'm still, uh, I'm still on my intermittent fasting journey, so I've just had coffee and water and tea today.
Right. Carolyn's war. See, I'm I'm torn on this one. I'm going to go with yours. All right. Well, of the 1.1 million people who voted for this, we are in the What are we in? We are in the bottom 20%. And that's okay. Would you rather drink and drive or smoke and fly? Uh, smoke and fly? Like, are we flying the plane ourselves? Uh, Matt, presumably, it wouldn't be unlawful for us to smoke and drive if we're... Now, are we talking about smoking cigarettes or like hypertrophics or something? I don't know what this question even means. And I'm going to skip it because it's my show and I can do what I want. Would you rather kill your best friend for a million dollars or be killed and end world hunger? I think this one's kind of stupid. I'm sure plenty of people picked old blue here. Um, I would obviously rather be killed and end world hunger. So interesting there. Wow. 28% of people of the one, just the million people who took this would just off their best friend. That is, whew, that's interesting. You people are interesting. So while we're thinking about pulling out all of our hair or our toenails. Obviously, I would be hair on that. The uh, the toenail thing sounds nuts. I've actually, I didn't even announce that this was, this was terrible of me. We're, we're freaking two hours in almost. Uh, my microphone didn't work. And then um, the, the format of this show certainly got away from me. Guys, I was supposed to announce this like I guess hours ago. But this is this is day one of full-time the Joe Mobley show. So I'm actually, you know, I used to be once a week, um, once a week live on the it was podcast only, then it turned to a live stream on Thursday night at 8 30 p.m. Eastern, um, and then a Monday afternoon uh podcast. Well, I am now full-time Monday through Friday at, so Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. I am live sometimes with guests, sometimes by myself, just like the engagement that you're getting now, hopefully next time with a, hopefully next time with a working microphone. Um, yeah, but uh, talk about Barry the lead here. Yeah, but uh, the Joe Mobley show is a daily occurrence now. Um, so Things are definitely going to be different. I'm probably going to put myself out there like like other broadcasters do and, and streamers and content creators and do um, some live stuff, you know, hop on and digest some news in real time uh, with you all, um, which is a little bit of a segue. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking. Um, Tomorrow's going to be a week since the shooting in Uvalde. Uh, and I'm going to be talking more specifically um, about what we're hearing in the news and about the law enforcement response. Um, 
I get it. A whole week's gone by. I've, I've had much more time than a lot of broadcasters have to form their positions. You'll just have to take me at my word that my position for everything that I'm going to share with you tomorrow, my position is largely unchanged by anything. Um, I, I've, I've not heard, seen, nothing's been revealed to me that has made me drastically change my mind on any of the positions that I held last week on Tuesday by, say, 2 p.m. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing. You're very informative. Hey, thank you for watching and listening. If you are an audio-only listener, then like the podcast and give me a review. And if you give me anything lower than five stars, then give me a review, like a comment, like what I could do to make the show better or what you didn't like about the show. If you give me a five-star review, eh, you don't have to leave if you're a five-star rating. You don't have to leave a review. It'd be great if you did. But if you're that one through four-star person, then definitely, definitely, definitely let me know. I've got like 50 or 60 um, ratings. I've read them all. Uh, I've read the, most of them many times to think about you know, you, you are the consumer. Of, I'm, I'm doing this for you. Uh, so I want it to be, you know, as enjoyable as it can for you. Um, YouTube crowd, getter crowd, rumble crowd. Thanks so much for joining me live. I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, it's a huge swing for me. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to have a family of six, I have four kids and a dog and a wife and blah, 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 blah. Um, so lots, it, it's, it's a journey. We're on it together. Many of you have been here from when it was just a podcast and in the fall of 2020, then it became a weekly stream and podcast. Now it is daily, which is not, it's, it feels weird for me to say, like, it still feels weird for me to say like, oh, I host a show. Um, it feels weird for me to be a daily, a daily show. Yeah. A daily sponsored show, and I satisfied the contract already. But yes, the Joe Mobley show is brought to you by uh, Birch Gold Group. So if you don't know about Birch Gold Group, then awesome. Uh, what they do is precious metals IRAs, and all that is is instead of investing primarily in the stock market um, or in in the international markets, futures, whatever. Forex, instead of investing in those things, it's investing the same mechanism, the same way that you do in those things, but instead you're investing in gold and silver um, and kind of the spot price of gold and silver. But what it does is it secures the value of your money. Uh, if you know anything about history, then say, you know, like a silver dollar in the 70s would have bought you a loaf of bread. Um, and a regular dollar, you know, especially a dollar when it was backed by gold and silver, would have bought you a loaf of bread. Now, that amount, an ounce of silver will buy you many loaves of bread, maybe 20, 25 loaves. Um, but the dollar, not so much. You get a few slices for a dollar, but you're not going to get a loaf. Anyway, that's how you secure your money with precious metals. Birch Gold Group is the best in the world in investing uh that capital into precious metals, into a precious metals IRA. It's an actual type of retirement account. It's tax sheltered. It's everything that your 401k or your IRA is minus inflation tearing out your butthole. Uh, yeah, so 
Uh, huge thanks uh, for Birch Gold Group for sponsoring the show. Um, huge thanks to, if you want to know more about Birch Gold, text Mobley to 989898. That's Mobley, M-O-B-L-E-Y, to 989898. And they will send you a free informational kit on showing you how to get, you know, rolled over. If you've got an IRA, a 401k, it'll, it'll roll over straight into the precious metals one. Um, and they make it super easy. Huge thanks to uh, everyone at MyPillow. Uh, thanks to MyPillow for sponsoring the show. Great. So I'm literally, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. Ever since I heard about, <laughs> ever since I heard about these, I wanted them. Uh, the MyPillow slippers, like, there is nothing like a MyPillow slipper. I promise you, I'm so bad. I got the moccasins and I got the slip-on ones. Like, I'm not a bougie person, but there's nothing like my pillow slippers. Uh, a lot of people don't know. They make a whole lot more than just the pillow, than just my pillow or the premium pillow. They actually have more than, they have several hundred products. Uh, they've got bathrobes. They've got sheets, pillowcases. They've got travel pillows, slippers, sweatshirts, all kinds of stuff. Um, but huge thanks to MyPillow for sponsoring the show. If you want to get some crazy discounts on MyPillow stuff, and you should, uh, then go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley, or, you know, just load up your cart with stuff and put Mobley, M-O-B-L-E-Y as the promo code. Uh, I It would be easier for you to just go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley because all the prices on the site actually change. You can do that side-by-side -side comparison and you will see that you save with me when you go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley. Uh, you do it live every day. Thank you. Whoops. Looks like, thank you, Anna Lynn. It's great if you can do it live every day. I'll be watching great job, great topics today about guns and abortion. Um, you know, seriously, so many people don't know about that abortion stuff, but post-birth abortion is a thing. It, it's only here in the United States. The rest of the world is not so archaic. We, we are progressive. We've progressed so far. The rest of the world thinks we're crazy. Uh, people think that, you know, the, the European bloc and the, or they'll say EU, uh, Canada, Australia, like these other countries that seem to be like woke, they are not with us on the abortion front. We are out on a ledge way by ourselves. Um, abortion is murder. Abortion is ending the life of a precious unborn child. Um, full stop for me. If people want to get into debates, I don't understand how they're, I don't understand how they're making this one right because this is a child outside of the birth canal. This child has been born. This child is, this, this is a babe in arms. Like you actually hold and carry this baby around and play with him or her. Um, anyway, yeah. So guys, this has been the show. I've had a ton of fun. Even though I didn't get to use all of my, uh, I got to use these things. Let's see here. What's a funny one? I don't know. I got some sound effects to play with. I got the DJ horn. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be using that. Next show, I got to use my liberal logic button. I'll save it, but I, I got a liberal logic button. 
Uh, that will save for next time. So what does this one even sound like? I don't hear it. Maybe you hear it on your end. But anyway, uh, guys, this has been the show. I'm super excited. I'm very excited about uh, the future. Thank you so much for watching. Um, like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Let someone else know, like, hey, I enjoyed this. You should check this guy out. Uh, if you're that audio podcast listener, then go ahead and subscribe to the show. If you're the radio listener, then there's nothing you can do because you're uh, you're probably in the car. So please don't handle your device. But when you get to where you're going, go to djmobileshow.com, you know, uh, sign up for the email list or give me a shout out. Let me know that you enjoyed the show. That's all I got. I will see you guys in the next one. All right. So that's all we've got for you today, guys. I want to give a big thank you to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show and a huge thanks to Birch Gold for putting on today's show. Guys, the Joe Mobley Show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Birch has a free gift for you. All you got to do to get it is text Mobley to 989898 and it's yours. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.